Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, thanks for joining me. In today's episode, I'm going to do something a little different. I want to share with you the best ways, in my opinion, for anyone who wants to start a side hustle to be able to evaluate these side hustle opportunities. I mean, let's face it, there's a ton of information out there. There's tons of noise. Is this the right side hustle? People think you should start affiliate marketing. Is it MLM? Should you do master reselling rights? What about starting your own digital marketing agency or becoming a social media manager? What about becoming a virtual assistant? There's so many ways to make extra money online. But the last thing you want to do is pick the wrong one and feel like you've been scammed or worse yet, waste time and money. So what I'm going to share with you now is a live training that I did where I walk you through, first of all, our own experience in creating additional streams of income, why we had to do that when we hit rock bottom, when we only had one form of income. And and I think most people out there today only have one form of income. If that's you, this episode is for you, but it's a little different. I want you to take this episode or listen to this episode with a pen and a piece of paper because I'm gonna walk through a series of questions and I'm going to help you evaluate if you're considering adding an additional stream of income, which one is the best for you because they're not all right for all people. Even if they're a great way to make money, even if they're perfectly legitimate, it might not be right for you. So don't get talked into something because of the hype or because people are making tons of money at it when it's the wrong fit. All right, without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome everybody to the master or the multiple streams of income webinar training. I'm gonna share with you today a lot of great information. I'm gonna go fast. My name is Shaleen Johnson. I'll tell you a little bit about myself in just a moment. Before we get to that, I just wanna share with you some inspiration, like a bunch of people who look like you or don't look like you, just ideas because I personally find when I hear other people's ideas, it gives me like creativity. It shoots all these sparks off in my brain. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a million ideas. So let me just play, give you a couple of those and then we'll formally get started. How about that? I'm a physical therapist with multiple clinics here in the Tampa Bay area. And I'm also a business coach and personal development coach for healthcare professionals. I'm an author, speaker, and the host of the Simply Joyful podcast. And I'm also a homeschooling mom of five. I'm an online fitness and nutrition coach, and I've been trying to build my business for the last eight years. I am a vocal coach, singer, songwriter. I help people sing and speak better. I am a private investigator and security specialist, and I own Lockdown Your Life. I help protect your privacy, profit, and peace of mind. I'm a freelance makeup artist, stylist, and branding expert. And I work in the corporate world. I'm a registered nurse, online personal trainer, and an inspiring author. I help softball players train to be their best in softball and in life. I worked 12 to 14 hour workdays. I was teaching during the day and I coached at night. And I coached all throughout the year. I coached three different sports, sports that I didn't even love. And 
I was burnt out. I burned the candle at both ends and my health started to suffer. I'm a psychotherapist and I have a private practice in San Clemente, California. I was a private practice therapist for over 19 years with a brick and mortar psychotherapy business. I'm a corrective exercise specialist with the Brenham Fitness Center in Brenham, Texas, as well as my health and wellness website where I serve people through a fitness app. I am the founder and CEO of Coffee Date Media. We are a content marketing and social media marketing agency based out of North Carolina. I was working full-time as an attorney in New York City, and I was very unclear about how to monetize my online presence. And by day, I'm an engineer, and at night, I'm a fitness coach. I am a personal trainer slash fitness coach. I help overwhelmed mamas get dinner on the table. I was already considered a professional food blogger. I had a full-time business established, and although I loved that part of my work, I just I felt this strong pull that I was meant to do more. So uh, I wanted to just share with you some of those creative ideas. What you probably heard from a lot of these people is that they had a job. They had a career in some cases. And, and in some instances, you heard people who were already entrepreneurs like the therapist or the physical therapist, and they had a physical business, a brick and mortar, right? But then they increased their income and earning potential by leveraging a different side hustle. That doesn't mean you have to quit your job. That doesn't mean you have to leave the thing that you're doing. It means that it's really important today to look at multiple streams of income. And that's exactly what we're gonna do. So let me just share with you very briefly what today's gonna look like. I'm gonna go over our own personal streams of income, the order in which we built them. I'm gonna be very honest about the ones that make the most sense. And P.S., the order in which we built them is very different from the order in which I suggest people build their own incomes. I'm also going to share with you then, I think like 14, 15 different ideas that I think are really well positioned for that additional stream of income. So these aren't like necessarily the thing that I would tell you to do that takes 40 hours a week. I want to share with you things that are like super quick. You can do it while you're doing whatever it is you're doing, whether that's, you know, being a full-time mom or an attorney, whatever. You can do it at the same time to get started. I'm also going to share with you some people who've done it, you know, because it's one I, I've watched these videos where people are like, you can make $5,000 being a secret shopper. I'm like, show me someone who's done that. I think we all could agree that in 2023, financial security really does require more than one stream of income. And I know that has been true for many years, but today, probably more so than ever. Let's talk about why. First, just, uh, let's start with my own story. I am from Michigan. I want to go to college. I wanted to get a degree. I also knew that nobody in my family had ever gone to college. No one had ever even considered it, to my knowledge. I also knew that I, we didn't have money to do that. But my parents were always very encouraging, and they're like, well, you've figured out other ways to make money and buy things for yourself. I'm, we have no doubt that you're going to find a way to pay for your own tuition. And so with their encouragement, that's what I did. You know, I was a full-time student at the time. And I also started waitressing. I started selling knives door to door with Cutco. I bought my own jewelry from a wholesaler in downtown Detroit and then would have parties. This was not an, an MLM. I would have parties in my parents' home in the living room to sell the jewelry that I had bought in downtown Detroit to make extra money so I could raise that money for college. Then I started buying used vehicles 
beat up cars. Like my very first vehicle was an orange El Camino Real. El Camino, that's what it was. And it was disgusting and ugly, but I had it painted for $99, had it painted black, cleaned it up cosmetically, resold it and made a bunch of money in my mind anyway. So very quickly figured out how to make my own money because I wanted to, like I had a why. So did I have girlfriends who would never have done this, who were in the same position where their parents couldn't afford to send them to college? Absolutely. What was the difference between them and me? I wanted it better. I wanted it a lot more than they did. And so I was like, whatever the obstacle, I'll figure it out. I don't care what it takes. I'm, I'm going to do this. And I did. I got into Michigan State. One of the businesses that I carried through to be able to pay for my rent and living expenses and food and, you know, 25 cent beers was selling vehicles. I continued selling automobiles. I started my very first LLC, which was the All Michigan Auto Swap Meet. And uh, that's an article where I was featured in the front page of the Lansing State Journal because I had come up with this idea. The idea was really just solving a problem. I was selling cars privately and it was a pain in the butt. It was dangerous. It was sketchy. It was inconvenient. I'm like, why can't everybody come together in one location on one day? I'll host it. They can all pay me a little fee, but I'll host all the people who want to buy from a private owner and want to sell from or sell to a, a private buyer. So that's the idea behind that. One night out at the bar, I met this really cute guy. His name is Brett. I later found out that he was a football player, quarterback at Michigan State. He asked me to be his girlfriend. I said, sure, that sounds great. I'm like, do you have any friends who can help me work this automobile swap meet on the weekends? He's like, I'm sure I do. So like it really worked out, you know? So we we did that. Eventually, I did graduate from Michigan State and we got married and lived happily ever after. I continued with all my businesses. Like I, I love business. I loved entrepreneurship. And I also was working. I was also an employee. So I was working as a paralegal. I did a million different things. But what was my degree in? It doesn't really even matter because I barely freaking graduated. I was have always been a horrible student because I have ADHD. But because I have ADHD, I also believe it makes me an incredible entrepreneur because I see details. I see problems. I see solutions. I see patterns. I see systems. So we, Britt and I continue dating. You know, we, we move from Southern California. I'm working full time as a paralegal. And in addition to that, I am doing all these different side hustles. And I, I hear from a mentor, like I, I start st- really studying business and I hear you just need to focus on one first. And so I'm like, okay, so that's what we're going to do, Brett. And Brett was also working full time at that time. He had a little stint in the CF or in the CFL, you know, playing football after college. But then it was just the two of us trying to start a family. And we've got two kids. He's working full time. I talk him into quitting his job. And I'm like, we're going to go all in on one of my ideas. I've got this idea. Have you guys ever heard of Jazzercise? Well, it's kind of like along the lines of Jazzercise. My mom had taught Jazzercise. And I had this idea. I'm like, what if... I took the idea from Jazzercise of like, you know, creating a workout with the music and the routine and putting music to it like they did, but like updated, like super cool, like hip hop music and kickboxing. And I combined all these things together and I started teaching this class and it took off in the gym, right? Now I'm still working as a paralegal, but I'm like, dude, let's quit. Let's quit everything and let's go all in on this. So we did. It was called Powder Blue Productions. I mean, you know, this original idea was back in 2000. No. 
1999, I think is when we started it. Yeah, 1999. And so this was my baby and we went all freaking in and it was working and we were crushing. We're also very, very, very busy because we didn't know how to outsource. We didn't know how to delegate. We didn't know, we didn't know how to create systems, but we knew how to make money. Like we, we'd made this business and we knew how to make money. And then, you know, I'm not going to get into the details because my story is less important than the things that I need to share with you today. But I will just say this, that there's lots of details behind this. But we ended up in one year massively in debt due to some personal decisions and addiction. We found ourselves with this successful business that no matter how successful it was, there was no way we were going to be able to claw our way out of debt. And we were up against the wall. And I, I'm, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation, but it's very, very stressful. Even if you, your, your marriage is great, it ain't when there's that level of stress. Like it is so hard to hide that from your kids. It's so hard not to just wear that on your face. It's so hard not to be thinking about it 24 seven. And we got ourselves into a, a heap of trouble. We decided we did not want to file for bankruptcy. We decided instead that we were going to create additional streams of income. I'm like, I've done this before. I can do this again. I can figure out, like I've been with my back against the wall and thought like, I don't have any additional time, but if I'm smart, if I'm really, really smart, I, I can find ways. And here's what I had to do. I, I had to figure out like, how can we create additional streams of income that don't jeopardize the thing that's most important to us, which is, which still is today, our kids and our family and our marriage. Like how can we do this and not, like kill ourselves. So I went into research mode and started like looking at, okay, what, what are additional streams of income? Like how could I create something that's a little bit more passive? I mean, I know you have to do some work. Anyone who tells you something is fully passive, that would just have to be an inheritance. But I knew I could find something that was, that would work with our family. And so I started doing research and I started taking seminars and workshops and studying the, you know, the people who were doing this, the people who were teaching this at the time. Luckily, the internet was a thing, not like it is today, but like I could find people and books and podcasts and seminars. I knew I couldn't go back to school, but I had to learn this stuff. So I started investing even when we didn't have any money. When I say didn't have any money, I mean, we were below. We had over $400,000 in debt. And I was still, I'm like, I don't care. I, I need to know how to do this in order to get out of this debt. So that's what we did. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to being in debt and what that feels like. It's a horrible feeling. You know what I'm talking about. When you go to the grocery store and you hand them your credit card and you're like, oh, I really pray. I really pray that they don't say declined. It's the worst feeling in the world. I'm sure you guys have all done that before where you're just like, no, 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 please. Right. And Recent statistic, the average American household in 2023, are you ready for this? This shocked me. This is from MotleyFool.com. The average American household debt in 2023 is over $100,000. Isn't that crazy? Now, that includes a lot of things, right? That's education and home and cars and credit card debt and just money owed to other people. That's why, I mean, it's always, in my opinion, it's always been smart to have multiple streams of income. And I learned that the hard way. 
I think a lot of people have learned that the hard way through COVID, like people who owned a great business, but then it closed or the industry completely changed due to COVID. We've seen so many people getting laid off recently because of AI, like just changes in industries. And that's why, you know, the smartest man when it comes to money in my mind, Warren Buffett says, never depend on a single source of income. And I think that those are wise words. You know the reasons why you need multiple streams of incomes. It's medical bills, layoffs, downsizing AI. You could go through a divorce. Oh my gosh, having like a huge medical bill, that puts people in bankruptcy every single year. Educational costs, events like COVID, inflation. Okay, so what was my very first additional stream of income? I looked at one of the courses that I bought on cassette, which was Tony Robbins' Personal Power. And I was like, okay, wait a second. So that was just information. That was just knowledge. And he recorded it and he sold it. And he didn't have to like go and deliver a speech. So I wouldn't have to leave my kids or anything. So like, and I have knowledge and I was teaching fitness classes. And the one thing everyone kept telling me is like, you're so motivational. You're so uplifting. You're so, you know, all these things. And I'm like, I ain't no Tony Robbins, but that seems like a pretty dang good idea. So I copied him. I copied him exactly, almost. So his cassettes, you got 12 cassettes. In mine, you got 12 CDs. And it was called Car Smart. And I named it that because I felt like an imposter even creating this program. I felt like, oh my gosh, people are going to think like, what college did you graduate from? Like, I did it. Like, I'm just smart in my car. I'm smart about cars. I'm just smart about something. So I'm just going to call it Car Smart. Kind of like Street Smart, you know? And I just recorded just my opinion on things. I I gave like 12 different pieces of advice and I sold it. And it was an incredible first source of income from us. And then I did one better than that. Because people bought it, I was like, I can turn this into monthly reoccurring revenue, MRR, monthly reoccurring revenue. I'm like, I can create a new CarSmart every month and people can get onto a subscription where they get a new one every month. And that's what I did. And it's kind of crazy, like, Full circle, two weeks ago, I was speaking for Tony and Dean Graciosi at their event. It was kind of weird. I had many conversations with Tony Robbins. I've never told him that story, but it's the truth. So the very first thing that I started off with was that was a physical product. It wasn't even a digital product. At first, it was a physical product. And additional physical products that we launched were the push journal, water bottles. They were quite, you know, fitness apparel. We had lots of physical products. I will tell you, I'm going to just jump to the, you know, answer and tell you, I do not want you to start with physical products. I don't. It's way too hard. I think it's, it's not that it's too hard that what it is, is much easier to do other things. So then the next thing what I did was I started looking into what it would take to license my own ideas, license my own creations, my own intellectual property rights, my own fitness workouts, what kind of income could I make if I wrote a book and then sold the royalties for it? So our next stream of income was Uh, licensing and royalty rights. And then to just go from there, then we went into digital products like courses and academies. I became a paid expert. You know, and each one of these over the course of, you know, since their inception, each one of these has made us over a million dollars. Every one of these, well over, every one of them. And most of these we still have. In fact, yeah, all of these we still have. We have all of these streams. We might now have all the same products because you've eventually figured out like how to work smart, okay? I will say this. So we went physical products. I wouldn't tell you to start with that first. We're going to get into that. Royalties, licensing, love that. Digital products, love those. 
becoming a paid expert, so fun. So freaking fun to get paid six figures to speak. That's unheard of, but it's not actually. I just can't believe I'm in that position now. Brand deals, sponsorships, affiliate sales, that's a huge source of income for us. Income properties, a great source of income for us. Dividend stocks and investments takes the cake on all of this. But we didn't start really making like a huge portfolio until all these other streams allowed us to pour that money into our investments. And then of course, capital gains, the sales of those assets. All right, so why is it that I want you to focus on a, not a big, big, big idea, but like a small, small, small idea. I want you to focus on a small, simple side hustle to start, something you can do in your spare time. And here's why I want you to start, and this may be counterintuitive to some of the things you've heard or what you think you need to do right now. Because you might think that you need you need something big. You need something that like will pay the mortgage and people will be so proud of you and you can finally quit your job. And I'm telling you, when you do that, you aim too big. You are not too old. You are not too busy. You just have to have belief in yourself. And in my opinion, and this isn't just based on anecdotal research, this is based on working with tens of thousands of people. And the mistakes that we made early on when I was teaching other people how to do this is I would teach them how to create their big idea. And it rarely happened. Like so few people can do that because it's much harder. So what I love to do is help people go, let's pick an additional stream of income. Let's take the fear out of it. Let's take the risk out of it. And let's let's get you some success. How does that sound? Does that sound like less intimidating for you? Okay, good. All right. So here's what we know about when you start small. 67% more likely to succeed. It is very simple to start. You can do so part-time. And in my estimation, it is that part-time, like, yeah, I don't know if I'm that into selling cars or yeah, I don't know if I'm that into selling whatever it is, but it's making me some extra income. What that does is it gives you runway. And by runway, here's what I mean. I mean, it helps you to figure out like, what do I really want to do? What do I like? What about this is not my thing? What about this is my thing? What about this has given me the idea to do something else and make it bigger? Oh, and also it gives you the financial runway to invest in whatever you need to get to the next level. Okay. So all of this, in my opinion, is something you have to decide. I cannot tell you what is the best business for you to start because it's like buying a wedding dress. I can say this is the most beautiful dress in the world. It's also the best priced, right? But if it's not your style, does that make any sense? If someone said, I have the, the least expensive, most beautiful gown you've ever seen in your life, but it looks horrible on you, are you going to wear that? No. So there's some very important factors that you need to consider because the side hustle that you select makes a huge difference, okay? So- Here's what I want to say to you. All of these different side hustles, every single one I'm about to go over is legitimate. None of them are scams. However, if you pick the wrong side hustle and you feel pressured into doing it and someone sells you like this is the one you have to do and you get sold into doing something that is the wrong fit for you, you feel scammed. That doesn't mean that industry should be written off or isn't legitimate. It's legitimate. You, but you're going to feel scammed when you get talked into doing something where you're like, this ain't right for me. Obviously, you listen to Build Your Tribe because you're trying to figure out additional ways, additional streams of income to build and grow your business and to build and grow your social media. And if you haven't figured it out already, one of the best ways to make money on all social media platforms is with brand deals. 
I'm not talking about like the old school style of influencer where it's like a person getting ready with their makeup and they're just absolutely perfect. No, I'm talking about people who are super authentic and real and they're just like the person next door and that's what makes them very believable. Brands want to work with people who have trust with their audience. They don't care how many followers you have, but they're not going to come looking for you. (laughs) That's a misconception. You have to go to them and you have to do it in a way that shows them, yeah, I might not have any previous brand experience, but I understand this. I understand what's going on and you send them the right kind of pitch. There's actually eight different steps involved, in my opinion, that are almost guaranteed to get you the kind of deals that you're looking for. And I'd be happy to share that with you. All you have to do is go to shaleen.com forward slash get a deal. And when you go there, shaleen.com forward slash get a deal, you'll enter your email address and I will send you back a complete report, like the eight steps you need to do to secure your first of hopefully many brand deals. Again, shaleen.com forward slash get a deal. That doesn't mean that industry should be written off or isn't legitimate. It's legitimate. You But you're going to feel scammed when you get talked into doing something where you're like, this ain't right for me. But they all work. There are people who are making a little bit of money and there are people making a whole lot of money and there are people who are making zero dollars. Okay? But none of them are scams. Are there scammy people in all of these? Yeah, and guess what? There's scammy people in politics. There's scammy people in church. There's scammy people in the medical field. There's scammy people in, in everything. If there's humans involved, we are flawed. Okay? That doesn't mean that it's not right for you. But you have to be really, really honest about what's involved. And most people aren't going to give you all the information, to be honest. Do you know why? Because they want you to do it because they make money if you do it. Listen, hear me clearly. I don't make a dime. It doesn't matter at all to me what you pick. I don't care. The people who I work with, they do everything. Like every single industry I'm about to show you, I have students who do all of these things. In fact, I'm going to share with you their stories. But... I don't care which one you pick, but I do care that you pick the right one. Because if you pick the wrong one, it is going to, it's going to be a lot slower and then you're going to feel scammed, right? And, and then you're not successful. And I hate that. I, I like to see people be very successful. So here are the things you need to consider. They are how much time do you have available weekly and how much time will it take basically to get up and running in this business? How much of a following do you really need? I know people always say like, oh, you don't need any following at all. Well, A lot of them, it's pretty helpful. So if you don't have a following, just know it's going to be a lot harder. How long before you start making money? Because that might be important to you or might not be. Like maybe you're like, I could spend like two years. I'm, I'm okay right now. So it's okay. It would be okay if this took me like two years to build it. Where someone else might be like, I am about to sell my pictures of my feet on OnlyFans. I need need money like right now, okay? And you've got to look at these and go like, okay, how long is it going to take before I'm making money? Do you have patience? Do you have persistence? Then how difficult is this? What kind of skills do you need to succeed, honestly? What is the short-term earning potential? What is the long-term earning potential? Like, is this just a flash in the pan? You can make quick money overnight, but it's probably going to go away. And then lastly, and this is, I think, the biggest one, is does it fit your personality and your lifestyle? Let's get to it, shall we? First one is e-commerce and dropshipping. Minimal time to get started. You do not need a following. This is the truth. You need zero following. Time it takes to get a return on your investment, it's moderate. Skills, eh, moderate to advanced. Like you've got to be really good 
at being persistent. You've got to have some tech savvy. You've got to understand market. Like you have to understand like what do people really, really want? And then the long-term potential, it's good. I think it's good. This I say good because right now some people are making great money at it, but I say good because I think Amazon is making it tougher and tougher for people to create their own e-commerce stores outside of an e-commerce marketplace. I'm getting in the weeds. Some people have done this. Andrea Galbraith, I love her. She lost her job in 2020. She's a health and fitness coach. And she's like, I just don't want to do this anymore. She killed all of her plants. So she's like, I really love succulents. I bet, and succulents are really popular right now. I'm going to create a business where I deliver succulents to people's businesses and homes. And now she's making six figures with succulents. It's super cool. Some of her clients are like Lululemon and Meta. Robin Donahue. So she had her own store, right? And she just like, nobody was coming to her website. So she was like, okay, I've got to figure out how to get my stuff like on Etsy. And if I sell my stuff on Etsy, then she immediately had additional streams of income. Virtual assistant and support. Okay, this one I freaking love. Okay, I love this one, you guys, because it the time varies. And here's how it works. The more you work, the more you're going to make. This one is very time dependent because someone's hiring you to do some virtual work. You, you have to do the work unless you outsource a team beneath you to do that work. But it's great. You don't need any following whatsoever to get started. The return on your investment is immediate. And, and, and the only investment you would have is, you know, investing in someone who can show you how to do this. Don't try to figure it out yourself. You won't get your return on investment. You'll spend a ton of time. Skills, you really don't need any technical skills. You only need the skills that it is you're, you're marketing, right? Because those skills are needed. Let me give you some examples. Organizing somebody's Dropbox. How about creating Canva slides? How about just booking my appointments and sending me? I have an ADHD virtual assistant. She manages my ADHD. She sends me reminders every morning, every night before each appointment. She sends me files that I can't find. She sends me reminders. So there's so many different ways that you can become a virtual assistant. You're basically, any way that someone might need help online with tech is also another opportunity to become a virtual assistant. Like you don't even understand the huge, huge industry of people who are available to help. I mean, who need this help because they have no clue. Anytime you walk into your mom's house, what does she say? Hey, can you show me how to do this on my computer? So here's some examples of this. I love Kirk Nugent. He's a, a former missionary who now specializes in running tech and producing shows on Zoom and StreamYard for faith-based entrepreneurs making four dollars $500 per hour. Delaney works as a VA, so she helps people schedule their social media. She helps anyone with something that they struggle with in terms of like tech or in the virtual world. And she specializes, her niche is in the entertainment business. Content creation. Okay, so content creation, this one, it varies how much time it takes. It varies because if you are the content creator, it takes a lot of time. I'm just going to be honest about that. For you to make money as a content creator, you will be glued to your phone. But it's possible. It is possible. And there are different ways to do it. You can also create content for other people. Do you need a following? Moderate is helpful. I mean, if you're creating content for other people, you don't necessarily need a following. If you want to make money as a content creator, you need at least, I'm just going to be honest, you need at least 5,000 to 10,000 followers. The skills, in my estimation, are advanced. You have to be so freaking good on camera. You have to be so creative. You have to know how to edit, how to use the tools. You have to feel very, very comfortable on camera. 
And I think the long-term potential is fair if you're creating for other people. I think it's exceptional if you are the content creator. Example, yes, we love Emily D. Baker. Okay, so Emily was a former district attorney with purple hair. And, you know, she's my age. I would think everyone's my age, though. But I think she's roughly my age, although I identify as age 35. But anyways, what I'm saying is she's not a 24-year-old with blonde hair and the perfect aesthetic at home. You know what I'm saying? So what she started doing was just analyzing pop culture case legal cases. This woman is now one of the top earning YouTube streamers. This is what she started with. This was her first side hustle, okay? Let me just say this. A lot of the people that I'm sharing their stories with you right now, they started with a side hustle and then... They created additional streams like Emily. She's got her own makeup line now. She's a top paid affiliate. Okay, so content creator, top paid affiliate. She's got her own physical product line. She's a paid speaker, investments. Like So once you pick the right side hustle, like all the other streams start to show up. Look her up, Emily D. Baker. Huge, huge. We love her. And she's just herself. So... You'll enjoy following her if you like cursy words. (laughs) Okay, so additional people have done this. Renee Paulson, I love Renee's story. Renee is one of those people who wanted to help other people detox from sugar, started creating content around that. And now, like all the other streams of income started to fall into place after she started making money as a content creator. Okay, what about being a social media manager? I love this one. The time varies. It can be very time intensive because you're managing somebody else's social media, or it, it could also be something you're just doing at night. It just kind of depends on how many clients you have, right? This is becoming hugely popular. Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? You know why. Because social media is a bitch. It is so hard to manage, to understand, to figure it out. You're like, wait a second, there's an, a new change on Instagram and I'm supposed to start doing YouTube shorts and TikTok now is launching podcasts. What? I can't keep up. Yeah. So there's a huge need for people who are social media managers and they're like, I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to be the content creator, but I will manage it for the content creator. You do not need a following to kill it. You can create, I mean, the other very popular idea that people are doing right now are social media management agencies. So they're taking on a ton of clients and they have people underneath them that are helping them to do this. The time on the return on your investment is pretty quick. The investment would be not trying to figure it out yourself. The investment you would need to make in my professional opinion, is you invest in someone who can show you how to do this the right way. Why waste time? If you waste time, you're going to lose the opportunity. The long-term potential of this is freaking excellent. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger because more and more entrepreneurs and business owners are like, I need to run my business. I don't have time to figure this out. Can you do this for me? Personality type. This is ideal for you if you're like, I don't need to be the center of attention. I don't need to be the, I am super attention to detail. I know how to make sure mistakes aren't made. Lindsay Caslow is one of my favorite people. She's been on our podcast many times. She started her own agency with our help. You know, she's one of our students. She was able to leave her nine to five, pay off her husband's and her own student loans. And this is what she does because there's huge demand and it keeps growing. Okay. Next, digital download seller. Okay. So especially with AI now, oh my God, this one's got so much potential. And and of course, the time that it takes to get involved in it varies. Here's what I love about it. You don't need any social media following. The time to return on your investment is moderate. And I say moderate because it could be it can be overnight if you pick the right thing. 
And the long-term potentials, I think, is exceptional because there's a lot of people who still don't even know how to use AI, don't, don't know how to use any of these programs. What you'll need to be really good at to succeed in this is you'll need to be very, very creative and consistent. You have to consistently be creating something that people are like, I, I want to buy that. So we're talking, you can create downloadable journals, wall art. You can create templates for people. There's so many people who are like, I want to sell meal plans, but I, I don't know how to make them look pretty. I need to do a, a webinar, but I, I don't know. My slides look like crap. So there's so many ways that you can make a boatload of money with digital downloads. You're not carrying any inventory. There's like no cost to start other than investing in someone who can show you how to do this, right? So here's some of our examples. Julie Barringer. These are all students. So these aren't people like I found on the internet. This is a student. She is a digital, sells digital downloads as a side hustle. Now, she made 12K her first year. Do you know why I love this? I love that telling you that stat because it's not a million dollars. It is $1,000. She made $1,000 a month. And I don't know about you, but that can feel pretty life-changing when you're like, we can't afford this $2,000 repair on the car. I'm not saying like that's enough, but it's enough to make a huge difference. Think about what $12,000 buys. And it's a side hustle. And the cool thing about a side hustle is like once you figure it out, it gets bigger and bigger and then you start getting really good at it, then it doesn't take as much time. And then the next thing you know, you're like, I can start now. I've got this idea for another side hustle, right? And so that's how you start creating multiple streams. You're going to hear me keep saying that, multiple streams. How about becoming a nano influencer? This is a heavy, heavy, heavy time commitment. I'm just going to tell you that. You need at least five to 10K followers. Great return on investment. I think there's great, good to great long-term potential, but you got to have personality for it. So don't think you're going to become a nano influencer if you hate going on camera. It ain't going to happen. You got to be captivating. You got to be yourself. You don't have to be a young spring chicken, but you got to be good on camera. Like my friend Roxanne. Okay. Amazon seller. Okay. I think this is moderate to advanced time because it's kind of like everyone got into Amazon selling. So it's kind of like Instagram where it's like, there's a ton of potential there, but you have to stay on top of it because it's constantly changing. You do not need a following, but now it's starting to help if you have a following. You're seeing Amazon storefronts, people going live on Amazon. The skills advanced, I, in my estimation, are advanced. I mean, you really have to understand selling. You have to understand products. You have to understand influence. You have to understand attention to detail, and you've got to be great at selling. I freaking love this one. Virtual coach and experts. Time varies, but I love this one because every single person who can hear my voice right now has expertise at something. Now, think about that first stream of income that I created after Powder Blue Production, I was like, I don't have any expertise. I just have an opinion. I just have some advice, but I don't know that I have expertise at anything. So when someone asked me when I was creating that, that you know, Car Smart course, people were like, so what is your, your niche? What is your expertise? And I said, life. Like, how broad can you get? <laughs> right? So you, for sure, you have some type of expertise, whether that expertise is helping your baby go to sleep. Like this is one of our students. She same thing. She's like, I don't, I don't have any expertise. I all I do, I just have kids. So she, we took her through the process of figuring out what her experiences were, and helped her create branding around her expertise, which was helping her baby fall asleep. Now she's the go-to expert on baby sleep. 
She began marketing herself as a keynote speaker. Now she's got all these multiple streams of income. Now she's a, a published author. She has brand deals and she's earning over six figures doing something that like a lot of you are like, is, I didn't even know that was an expertise. Yeah. Diane Black, she's my favorite person. Like I know I've said that a couple of times, but Diane is awesome because what was her expertise? Doodling. And she loved teaching people how to just do simple, simple stick finger doodles to explain difficult concepts and started selling a digital course. That took off. She made $125,000 in one year selling a course, teaching people how to doodle. And since then, all these multiple streams of incomes. Now she has a membership. She's written books. She's selling on Amazon. She's a paid speaker. Like all these other streams of income. You just can't be afraid to start. Affiliate marketing, I love it. The time varies. But here's what I will say about affiliate marketing. You have to have influence. You have to have a following. I mean, it is essential. You have to, in my opinion, unless you want to run ads, right? So there's always exceptions, but you have to be so good at selling and understand marketing and that psychology. You've got to be creative. You yourself need to be influential and very, very trustworthy and sales-minded. So, you know, I, I know there's lots of people saying like, oh no, you could just post links here and there. Oh, okay. Let, let me just be honest with you and tell you what's truly involved, okay? It's possible. Barry's one of those examples of people who, who did it. She made in eight weeks, she did accountability coaching with us. And in less than eight weeks, she 5X'd her income with affiliate sales. It's pretty freaking cool. Freelancer or consultant, okay. Megan Elder, she created an online course. What is her expertise? What, what was it she was marketing and coaching other people to learn how to do homeschool, te- you know, being a homeschool mom? What about reselling? I love reselling. Here's who I love reselling for. I love reselling for anyone who's like, I don't have a following. I don't have any money and I need money immediately. Like right this second, because you probably have clutter in your home. Clutter is valuable. Everything sells. Forget everything sells. Unmatched socks in your laundry room will sell. I had a student sell a bag, a bag of unmatched socks and make 50 bucks on a bag of unmatched socks. Yes, I know. Mm -hmm. I said, please, I beg of you, will you please reach out to that buyer and ask them why? And like, I I was hoping it wasn't creepy. I'm like, will you ask them why they wanted to buy them? You ready? They make sock puppets and sell them on Etsy. Crazy, right? I know. So reselling is awesome. Reselling it. It, it does require your time. You need to be good at attention to detail and you need to know where to list. It's just like anything. You're not going to make money at these things quickly if you try to figure it out yourself. Go to somebody who specifically teaches you how to do this. That's what Carissa did. Carissa is one of our students. She had to pivot in 2020 when her husband got laid off. A lot of people experienced that in 2020. She replaced both of their full-time incomes reselling. Not the first weekend, but once she started like selling stuff in her house like just to pay the bills, she was like, Oh my God, I, now she goes out and buys other people's junk or stuff that people donate and resells it. What about network marketing? So first of all, network marketing gets a bad rap sometimes because it's just like any other industry. If you get into it for the wrong reasons and if you do it the wrong way, you're not going to succeed and then you might feel like you were scammed and so then you're angry with everybody. But let me tell you, it is legitimate and some of the most quality, ethical, non-salesy, phenomenal leaders I know are the people who are killing it in network marketing because they teach other people how to build a business 
without them having to have the idea. You don't have to come up with the product. You don't have to. You don't have to build your own websites. You don't have to process sales. You don't have to worry about returns. It's a wonderful way, in my estimation, to learn how to be an entrepreneur if you've got the right mindset before joining it. Okay. So here's what I want to say. It's the time involved to be successful is moderate. It is definitely not a, a quick thing in most cases. It is super helpful to have a following, you know? And if you don't, then you, you've got to figure out how do I, if I'm going to be successful at this, how do I build my following? So that's something to know. In terms of your return on investment, again, it depends on the company, it depends on your upline, it depends on the products. There's lots of things involved here, but it's, in my estimation, it's moderate to slow compared to something like reselling where you can make money tomorrow. Um, however, the long-term potential in my estimation is good. I would normally say great because of the number of millionaires I know, I would say the greatest percentage of them are ne in network marketing. And you probably wouldn't even be able to tell because they don't do it the cheesy, slimy, salesy way. They're great leaders. They're great people. I say it's good because I think there's a lot of changes that are happening in marketing and sales and laws regarding freelancers and consultants and employees. So I think it's it's good. It's it's wonderful. But I would be if I was in network marketing and making a lot of money right now, I would make sure I had an additional stream of income. And you're perfectly suited for that because you're a great leader. You've got to be a great leader. You've got to be influential. You need to be persistent. You need to be trustworthy, in my opinion, and have a decent sized following in order to quickly succeed in network marketing. Some people might disagree with me. Here's two of my favorite network marketing millionaires. They are also Marketing Impact Academy members. They are also some of our professors. They teach inside of my academy. These are our professors, but they started with us as students. They currently earn, are you ready? Six figures a month, a month, but not just from their network marketing. They really figured out how to brand themselves, how to teach their form of leadership. They use so many methodologies of, of creating additional streams of income and they don't have to just rely on their network marketing, but they continue to pour back into their community and that's why that continues to grow. So they're awesome. So what about done for you or done with you, okay? So let's talk about what that means. That means done with you or done for you. That means, Shaleen, I have no idea how to set up my Instagram. I don't know my branding. I don't know what looks good. I don't know what I should post. I've got a bakery. Can you do it for me? That's called done for you. That you can be a done for you consultant. The person is like, I, I don't know what my brand should be. I don't know what my niche should be. I don't know what I should sell. I don't know how I should market myself. I don't know what the email should look like that I need to send to the, the representatives who I want to sponsor me. I want to start a pod. I mean, I've got a podcast, but I, I don't know how to, any of those things, right? Like, so you can figure out how to do all this stuff yourself, but this industry is blowing up. Do you know why? Because a lot of us are smart enough to go like, I don't want to be the expert who knows how to do all, I am I just want to market me. I'll let somebody else do all that for me. Let somebody else do all the, I don't want to have to learn all that. It's just getting out of control. I want to pay someone to do it for me. So maybe you started a, a website. Maybe you started a podcast. Maybe you, you've done these things. You've got a great Instagram and you're like, I can do this for other people. That's what done for you is. It is a high ticket item because you've got the expertise and you're trading your time, right? So time is moderate to high. You don't need a following, but I think it's helpful with if you have ads, 
the re- return on investment, very, very fast, long potential, extremely high and getting higher, in my opinion. You need to be super confident. You need to be supportive, have attention to detail, and you need to be good at customer service because you're going to be dealing with people who are like, I don't, I don't like that. Here's an example of those like Warren Carlisle. He's a brand strategist. He did this for Emily D. Baker. Emily's like, my expertise is the law. I don't want to have to reach out to these brands. I don't want to have to figure out what I should charge. I don't want to have to negotiate. <laughs> Warren does that for her. Rory Vaden, what he does is he takes top people like, and, and by the way, Rory is also one of our professors inside the academy, and so is Warren. Rory takes people like Amy Porterfield, Lewis Howes, like all the big names you know, and he's like, I will get you on, the, uh, let me do all of the legwork for you to get on the New York Times bestseller list. Let's take your book, let's figure out your business, and let's help you become an, a New York Times bestseller. You don't need to figure that out. I've already done it. And I mean, that's a great business. Last but not least, master reselling rights. Now, let me just clarify this. Master reselling rights is, there's a lot of confusion. Let me break this down for you. Master reselling rights, people have started to use that as a course name. It's not. It's a term. It's a term that describes the way a course is licensed. I have sold my own programs, fitness programs, to big companies and given them master reselling rights. That means I've given them the right to sell the thing that I created as their own. I've given them master reselling rights. It's a term. So you can create a course or an ebook or a digital download, and you can give the buyer the right to resell it as many times as they want. You can also put certain stipulations in there, like you can resell this, but you can't add to it. You can resell this, but you can't change it. You can resell this, but it has to be, you know, fill in the blank. You are the person who's writing the contract for the purchase of that intellectual property and you're reselling it. What would be the advantages? For me, the advantage of reselling something I created was negotiating that purchase. So for me to sell something like Pio, which was, that's my own creation. I created a workout program. And if I am negotiating with a company that I know can sell tens of millions of copies of that, but I can't because I only have, you know, I have under a million followers, I can negotiate a very high rate. So that's one reason why. Another reason why somebody might create a, so I've got friends who have, I have a friend who created an ebook and sold that to people with master reselling rights. And inside that ebook, it, it was an ebook on nutrition. And inside that ebook was the link to her multi-level marketing company, her network marketing company, and people joined. So even though she gave people the master reselling rights to her ebook, she was making all of her money from the links inside the ebook. So there's a couple different ways why somebody who, when you create something with master resell rights or marketing rights, you can make money if there's things inside the course, the thing that people are going to come back to you. So maybe you're setting up your website, maybe you're setting up systems.io, maybe you're setting up anything. Maybe you're giving people the opportunity to sell a book that includes just smoothie recipes. But in that ebook that you let everybody else resell it, and they get 100% of the profits, right? They, they don't, nothing comes back to you. You can resell that, that book and you can put a link to your affiliate code for a blender. And now, and in the ebook, you're like, well, the best blender to have is this one. And so now everyone's, now you're getting paid 
from people you've never met. So that's how master reselling works. At, it's kind of like white labeling, but it's different because it, it is different. So there's lots of different marketing terms. I'm not going to go into them. I just want to give you an overview today. I think it's very interesting. It is a legitimate form of licensing. What's happened, however, and this is just my personal opinion, is people right now are all abuzz about a particular course that somebody created using that form of licensing. Let's just call the name of the course Green Tree. Okay, so they made a course called Green Tree Marketing. And when they when you buy it, you can now call it Shaleen's Marketing and you can get 100% of the profits. You're giving them the rights to resell it. The problem is if I've sold this course now to a bunch of other people and I don't know anything about marketing, you're just selling something, you know, and that's fine. It's just not my style. I want you to build something that relates to your long-term objective. It relates to your expertise. It relates to your niche. And I think there are plenty of people who are doing this and they do it right. It is not white labeling. White labeling, you're not giving somebody, it's a form of master reselling, but it's it's complicated and it's different. It's, it's really, it's, boils down to the legal terms. So what do I think about this new course that everyone's going bonkers over? First of all, I think it was brilliant of the people who created it. I think that was brilliant. I think they've done a great job. I think that the time to make your money back reselling something depends on your following, right? So if if I say, hey, you can resell this ebook that I created on you know how, how to lose 10 pounds in 10 days and you can resell it all day long. Well, you're not gonna sell it if you don't have a following. But once you do sell it, that's pretty fast, right? So you immediately get your, recoup your investment. The skills, I list those as moderate. And here's why. Because it's selling. So if you're not influential, if you don't have a following, if you're not trustworthy, if you don't know how to be, how to sell without being salesy, and if you're not sales-minded, then it's just, you know, a couple of one-offs and then you're done. And then people look to you and go like, yeah, they're just always like selling whatever to make a quick buck. And it, it will do more damage to your reputation if you do it in that way. I say that, and I have to speak very broadly because I'm not just talking about this course. I'm talking about you selling anything that you don't truly understand, use, and have benefited from. Every month, at least two or three affiliates will come and want to sponsor my podcast or ask me to promote their thing and you know, tell me what, what I'm going to make. And I'm like, I don't use that. I don't like that. I don't really understand it. It's not, it, I don't even get it. And I, my reputation, I can't get it back. So I'm not going to sell something that I don't fully understand and I don't fully use. And I'm not speaking specifically about this course that everyone's talking about. I'm speaking in general, whether you're doing affiliate sales or selling someone else's course or you're an Amazon. If you're, if you're telling people to buy something that you've never used you don't understand, you don't really have the expertise to even know if it's good or if it's just somebody reading a script from chat GPT, you just screwed me and I, you will never get my trust back. But if you do know those things, well, then I, and I can trust you and you have, you know, you are using that product, you are using that lotion, you have experience with the customer service and, and you know how long it's going to last. And, and then you're telling me to buy, well, then I, I trust you. And Trust is freaking everything in my estimation. That's why I am just very, very honest. Okay, I hope I've answered all of the most popular questions about what it takes to, in my estimation, of how you can figure out if something is the right fit for you. In order for any of these to work, 
and and to not feel like you've been scammed because you or for you to say like I tried and it didn't work is you got to set your business up the right way even if it's a side hustle and most people don't do that they just throw something at the wall and they're like I'm going to try this and they they try to do it themselves they have no freaking clue it's like bringing home a table from I like a bookshelf no an armoire from IKEA and just go, yeah, I'm going to try to put it together myself without any tools or the instructions. Good luck. You might get one meal out of that table. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's the first thing. It's like, you, you, there's some things, if you don't do it right, you're just going to keep going back to the drawing board and you're going to be one of those people. Maybe, you, tell me if you are. One of those people who's like, I tried that and it didn't work. I tried that and it didn't work. I tried that and it didn't work. That doesn't work for me, but I have excuse, excuse, excuse. Yeah, but that's why is because you're you're trying to build the third story of your house without ever putting the foundation in. The found the basement isn't sexy, the first floor isn't sexy, but if you're gonna build that house, you have it's not sexy. That is why most people will never be successful. Like I'm out here on the road and it's lonely out here because most people don't have the patience or the persistence to do the stuff that's not sexy. They just want to do social media. They just want to make money. Like, how, how can I make money and social so social media? Can I do this on social? It's like, shut up, simmer down, and get yourself in order. Like, it's it doesn't take long. We're talking two weeks. What I'm about to tell you right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you what I mean by setting up the foundation of your business. It's less than two weeks. And still, no offense. I hope that you're the exception. 98% of you will never freaking do it. For the same reason, 98% of people will never do the work they need to secure all their their assets online, like setting up two-factor authentication and making sure that you have all of the steps in place to avoid getting hacked because everyone's like, eh, yeah, I don't, yeah, that sounds hard. It's not, like your mom can figure out how to do it. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I, I cut the training there because the second half of the training, I was really explaining to people what it's like to, and, and what it means and and what process we use to evaluate the people who are the right fit to work with myself and with our team at Team Johnson, Marketing Impact Academy, and the different programs that we offer. I hope that was helpful for you. If you would like more information about working with myself, working with in the Marketing Impact Academy, which is our unbelievable program that's helped tens of thousands of people figure out the right side hustle and then build a business from scratch, I want you to check out the link that we placed right at the top of our show notes that allows you to get on our wait list for the next time that we open up registration. All right, I'll see you soon.